Hi, I'm Jolyn McCarthy, and welcome to Focus Wealth Management's Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management and Mike Pisani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, hey, John. Okay, Phil, you ready for the first question? Go ahead. This is from Paul in New York. If a recession is coming, why does the market keep going up? Great question. So, you know, first of all, markets are forward-looking vehicles. So they're not looking about what's tomorrow or what's, you know, a month down the road. They're looking generally at about 18 months out. Uh, so the markets foresee a recession, probably very sharp. Uh, but, you know, 18 months from now, they think that that event will be over. And don't forget, that was priced in uh, by the markets going down, you know, substantially uh, in March. Uh, worst fall since the Great Depression for a one month time period. Um, if you look up the makeup of the S&P 500, OK, it's a market cap weighted index, which means the larger the market cap gets higher weightings. Uh, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, which is Google, and Facebook make up over 20% of the S&P 500's companies. So if you look at the earnings power that those stocks have in this environment, whether it's through you know Microsoft Hangouts or or some of the stuff that Amazon is putting out there, really taking over um, you know uh, all of retail really at, at this point, um, those are powerful earning companies right now which is why you see you know, the market's only down about 8% as of today on the year. If you look at technology stocks, specifically the NASDAQ, that's actually up on the year a little bit under 5% right now. Huge bifurcation between these large cap growth companies that, again, make up a predominantly large amount of the index compared to our main street businesses, uh, which, as we all know, are having a very tough time. You should definitely support them if you can. Um, but if you look at the small cap indexes, which are more in line with Main Street or even mid cap companies, more aligned with, you know, the general economy, those are down mid caps down 18 percent, small caps still down about 19 percent, more indicative of what's going on in the economy at this moment. So, again, the rally is really in large caps, specifically large cap growth stocks. Uh, uh, again, a bifurcation between the general economy and the growth economy. But markets are forward-looking indicators, and that's why we're seeing the markets rally, um, saying that down the road things will get back to normal. Uh, even though normal might be different, they, they will go back, uh, and earnings will be positive, especially in those large-cap growth companies. Thank you, Phil. Okay, question number two, Mike. This is from Helene in New York. If interest rates go negative, how does it affect stocks and bonds? So we sort of addressed this um, negative interest rate question not too long ago, maybe two weeks ago, I think. And, you know, we answered it saying that negative interest rates had been tried in Europe, Japan, really didn't impact the overall economies all that much. And really, from a financial perspective, we don't view negative interest rates as our overall positive thing because of how it influences, you know, banks, their reserve ratios and what money markets do. But at the same time, is a really good question because it branches off into another subject. What happens from an investing standpoint? Um, if you're a current owner of bonds, bonds have a negative inverse relationship with interest rates. 
So if you own bonds now and interest rates go down, the value of your bond is going to go up. And remember, interest rates are largely a function of forward inflation expectations and forward growth expectations. So negative interest rates are negative, aren't necessarily a really good thing from an economic standpoint. But if you own bonds, interest rates start to go down. Definitely going to see uh, positive rates of returns in bonds and fixed income. Right now, forward, if you're in bonds that have negative interest rates, that doesn't mean necessarily that you have a positive rate of return. So that's why moving on to equities, equities can exhibit a positive profile in negative interest rates. Granted, they can, from a valuation standpoint, the multiples can get a little bit more expensive. But from an attractiveness of an investment standpoint, you got to think to yourself, where are you going to put your money? Are you going to put your money in this bond that has a negative interest rate? Or are you going to put your money in equities with positive dividend yields? Like the S&P 500 you know, has a, carries a dividend yield of somewhere 2.2%, maybe a little bit more or less right now, albeit some companies are lowering their dividend rates because they don't have substantial amounts of revenues, which we also touched on recently. But you'll probably see inflows into equities if interest rates go negative. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the earnings power is behind it. So from a valuation standpoint, Got to be a little bit careful when that happens. Um, Got to, you know, maintain a really disciplined focus on valuations and where earnings are going. But it's probably a positive tailwind for asset prices if interest rates do go negative, despite the fact that structurally it's not necessarily the best thing for banks and money markets. Thank you, Mike. And thank you both for answering this week's two questions. Again, if you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at info at focusedwealth.com mgmt.net. Stay safe, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Thanks Sean. Sean.